Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. So I was catching up with a fellow dad over the weekend, and he was telling me about his daughter, poor thing, uh, had an appendicitis, and she had to be rushed to hospital, and they had to uh, operate straight away. And obviously, it was all chaos and fear, and uh, he jumped in the ambulance with her, and when they got to the hospital, she's obviously been undressed, mm. and she's uh, sort of 18 now, and he saw that she had a hidden tattoo that naughty, they'd never naughty. seen before, <laughs> right? She's obviously been trying to hide from mum and dad, and he said to me, "Not it wasn't just, it wasn't a completed tattoo, mm. it was a half-done one. That obviously a friend. Anyway, she gets put into general anaesthetic. They they uh, take the uh, appendicitis out. They deal with it. But about anyway, she's coming round, and like a true dad, she sort of comes out. Oh no! And he goes, "Got a tattoo? Oh, I see." The first thing he says, <laughs> yeah, "Of course, of course." She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was hoping you guys would never see. So this morning, I want to know what did you try to hide from your parents? Sometimes you can hide stuff from your parents for years and years and it just comes out one day we asked this uh, on uh, our Facebook and social media pages there's some great ones here Christian I got my belly button pierced when I was 16 my mum only found out uh, three years ago when I was 25 round over Christmas I went to get something from a top cupboard my top rose up as my arms did and she went berserk even though I'm 25 <laughs> Christian my sister and I opened up a bottle of VAT 69 whiskey when we were young had a little bit of it didn't like it then topped it back up with water. A few years later, mum and dad gave it away to a friend for his 40th. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this every day. That is amazing. I love that. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Good morning, Paul. Morning. How are you going? I'm good, Paul. And uh, Paul, what do you try to hide from mum and dad? Uh, when I was younger, probably around 16, 15, I got a pet tarantula. And uh, he grew to like a, probably a, a foot long. So my, my parents didn't know about it. I had it hidden in the room. So my room was pretty messy the whole time, so I didn't really Yeah, but even so, I mean, about <laughs> my room. And Paul, can I just ask, was this back home in Ireland that you got a uh, pet tarantula? What's that? Well, did you get it in Ireland? The... I did, yeah, I got it in Ireland, yeah. Where the hell do you get one in Ireland? Here are you, all kinds of deadly yeah, spiders. Well, you're not a guy in a pub yeah, or something. Then... No, no, it was down actually at the pet store. It was actually uh, an attraction to for for pet owners and all this. So I just um I just bought it. I mean it didn't even cost that much. So they're like, oh what a what a fucking uh, what a um what a treat, you know? Mm. Alright. Uh... I, I just I just I just treated it like a pet. I just took it out. I let it crawl on my hands and on my back and all this. But my, when my mother found out, she went nuts. I bet. She went nuts. She went to buried out the back garden and I said, no, no, come on, this is my pet. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Gotcha, Paul. Thank you very much, Nicole. Uh Let's go to uh, Callum. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Christian. How are you? I'm good, Callum. So what have you tried to hide from mum and dad? Okay. When I was seven years old, we lived in Scotland and... Um, as you know, you get the option of having school dinners at lunchtime. And uh, they always had these mass-produced scrambled eggs, which always looked watery and rubbery and just yuck. So I decided, um, as a seven-year-old, that I would tell a lie and told the cook that I was allergic to the eggs, so I couldn't have eggs, so I could get the good stuff. And um, anyway, I the teacher asked me to, um, you know, get a note from my my parents which I went home as a seven-year-old and wrote out myself 
It took me a while to uh, forge mum and dad's signatures with the old uh, pen eraser and ripping through the paper, but I got there. So it was a very convincing letter. The letter was then sent to the principal. The principal then sent a letter home wanting to speak to my parents. And I thought, no, nah, I'm not doing that. So I hid it in a toy box underneath the staircase and it was found two years later when we emigrated to Australia. That's amazing. So you got away with it for two years. Yeah. That's pretty but advanced forgery skills for a uh, seven-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, things have progressed a little bit since then, Christian, yeah. let me tell you. But, uh, well, yeah, it's a major so, crime. Um... I mean... <laughs> it does make you sound like a con yeah. man now, oh, Callum. Honestly, if you saw the forgeries I'm doing now, I can fake down Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can get into any border. I'm really quite... <laughs> uh, yes. So still produ- that letter is still produced today to my kids when I um, am trying to reprimand them for anything. Yeah, mum and dad still bring it out. Yeah, the old scrambled egg situation. <laughs> yeah, the forget. old yeah, scrambled egg case. Yeah. All right, Callum, thank you very much for giving us a call. You have a good day, buddy. You too. Cheers. Bye. All right, what are you trying to hide from mum and dad? Did the earlier call to swear? No, no. I think it's a funny Irish... Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. On a brighter note... You're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. What are you trying to hide from your parents? We've got young nine-year-old Bailey on the line now, live from a school run. Good morning, Bailey. Hello. You in the car heading to school? Yeah. Yeah. So, when I was a kid... Well, I still am a kid, actually. Yeah. Uh, so growing up now at nine. (laughs) Those are the good old days. Trying to leave home. (laughs) I was about six, and then we were at Nagambi, camping at Nagambi for a couple of days. Uh, my parents were out riding their jet ski, and then I was just sitting at the beach watching my dad's phone. And then uh, I was thinking, uh, I really like Elton John. I'll, I might look what's on eBay, actually. Sure. To look what's on El- yeah, about knock yourself Elton out. John. Treat yourself, Bailey, on the old man's <laughs> yeah. phone. And then I saw uh, this uh, Rocketman Elton John costume for, like, $224. Well, if Dad can afford that jet ski, why can't <laughs> Bailey have a bit of the action, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I bought it. I bought it. So then uh, when my parents got back from jet skiing, I, was, I just had my hands shaking like no one fell. So my cousin was there with us, and, of course, he told. So. Oh dear, that oh, no. bloody cousin. Yeah, so then he had to cancel the order and I just, yeah, I was in trouble. A lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. <laughs> Hello, Mum, in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no jet ski on the trailer right now. Drop you off at school. Now <laughs> on those jet skis. What's $200? Yeah. Half a tank you on those things. <laughs> Hey, Bailey, I tell you what, you should, when you're a little bit older, I know you've grown up right now at nine, but you should be a stand-up comedian. Very, very funny uh, storyteller, Bailey. All right. Thanks. No, no biggie. He knew that. Right. He knew that. Spice of a Christian that long to realise. It's the, my future replacement. I've met him at nine. Uh, Bailey, thank you very much for giving us a call, OK? All right. Yeah, see, he's done with us now. It's all over for Bailey. He's Pete at nine. He's all grown up. When he was younger, six. <laughs> the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Time for a couple more stories for the news. Billy, good morning, Billy. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good, Billy. Welcome to the show. So, hiding stuff from mum and dad. What's your story? 
Yeah, so when I was about eight, I um, I really wanted this Lego Harry Potter set. So to um, get some sympathy from mum, I told her I'd been mugged. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> just on the, way home, on the way home from school. Um, so I thought that was the best way to get the, get the Lego. Um, next minute, we're in the car driving around the streets of our suburb looking out for this kid who supposedly mugged me and oh, every time no. I'm trying to find your like, him. Mum's got a big old <laughs> knuckle duster. <laughs> nah, nah. Wasn't him. Nah, not him. And then I, I go to school the next day and I get called into the principal's office and he's like, was it anyone from this school? Was oh, it anyone from any of the schools you play sport against? And I'm like, no, no I, I didn't recognise him. I think he said and he was leaving town forever at the end yeah, of the mugging. Yeah, he got <laughs> on a motorbike and just took off, headed out west. Um, and I'm 26 now, and I still haven't told her. I thought you were saying you're 26, still waiting for that Harry Potter Lego. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, I got the Lego. Oh, well done, Lego. well done. It was yeah. a flawless, flawless execution. Yes. Do you know what? Anytime the boss next moans about the standard of the radio show, we wait, Jack and I were mugged on the way in. On the way in. <laughs> Pretty bad. And then she'll drive us around Richmond looking for the <laughs> Billy, that's a great call. We'll send you a prize, okay? Thanks. Oh, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, Christian. Um, when I was a kid, I had I was the youngest of four. We were playing ball inside, and I was the last one hitting the ball, and I uh, broke my mum's prized vase. And they said, oh, you're dead, you're dead. So I scooped it up, hid it under my bed in a box for six years before my mum discovered it. They, they, every night bed. before going to sleep, you must worry about the day that would all come out. Oh, I my parents were not allowed in my room. It was taboo. They would not, and my mum had been threatening me if you don't clean that bloody room up. And so while I was at school, six years later, she had had enough and she went in to clean it up. And that's how I got caught. Where did she think the vase was while it was under there for six years? Um, I, th- I think. I guess you've got four kids. As long as there's four kids around, the vase <laughs> count and stuff like that, they're not worrying about. It's dealing with four kids. <laughs> well, we always have, we always have people over. And she always said, you know, she. I think she always thought someone had knocked it off, but it, it wasn't even a nice vase. Like, <laughs> You're right. Whenever you did something like that, your brothers and sisters go, that's it, you're dead. You're oh, yeah, because I was the youngest. Yeah, I can't. I thought, oh, no, I like I panicked. Do you know what I reckon we could fit a whole show just about vases and kids breaking them? It's the phrase before it, playing indoors. Oh, the number one thing we heard as kids was no balls in the house. No balls in the house. No more games inside, kids. You know the rules. Uh, Michelle, we'll send you a prize as well. We've got some uh, chemist uh, warehouse $150 vouchers. We'll send you uh, one of those. Well done. Oh, thank you very much. That's lovely. That's a great story. Love that. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast.